What's up everyone? Welcome to Shifting Frequencies, your guide to the music industry, mindset, and all modern spiritual shit and how to apply it to your life. I'm your host, Haley, and I'm a mindset coach for the music community. I help music industry creatives who feel stuck and burnt out to reignite their passion, connect to their craft, and create from a space of authenticity. Don't you remember when you were a kid and you would just create to create? You were an open channel for creativity to just simply flow through you. You felt so lit up by your creations and you couldn't wait to share it with your parents, teachers, siblings, really anyone who would listen. Do you remember the reason why you want to be in this industry in the first place? I know that you know deep down in your soul the connection you have with your craft. In this podcast, we're going to empower you to reconnect with your soul's purpose to create and provide a safe space to shine your light in this industry. To be the music community leader that you know you are. And how do we do that? We do that by calling our power and confidence home to ourselves. In this podcast, we'll have some solo Haley episodes throughout the show, as well as special guests joining us. We'll be chatting with incredibly impactful souls in the music, entrepreneurial, and spiritual communities to gather an even wider perspective on life, business, and creativity. You're definitely going to want to tap in for this. Stay tuned each week to rediscover the industry leader that you know you fucking are and awaken your inner genius. Hey everybody, um, hope you're doing well. I am here with Tony Jones, the Tony Jones. Um, she is an affirmation musician and she was a life coach for six years and now she is an affirmation musician. So Tony, welcome. Thanks Thank for you. coming today. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So Tell us about you. How did you start as a life coach? Where did, like, how did that stem? And how did you get to where you are today? Um, so I was a psych major and um, I just kind of took a deep dive into understanding human behavior and how the mind works. And I felt like that was my way out of my program and conditioning. You know, I didn't see, um, I didn't see a womanhood that I aspired to be um, in my family or in my community. So I felt like I experienced enough of life to know that my default could be, it, it could repeat the same cycle. And so when I went into psychology, it gave me, um, it gave me an opportunity to see if I can create something different than what has been repeated in my family and community. And so um, after I graduated from getting my degree in psychology and studying neuroscience, um, I started my own company that was life coaching. And so when I started life coaching, it was doing an era of women's empowerment that was pretty much based on entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship, you know, not sleeping as a sacrifice, sacrificing your well-being for, you know, you know, financial gain and status. And so it was really hard and a struggle to be spearheading a message and starting a business that was very countercultural. And so fast forward to 2018, you know, through prayer meditation, I was just like, God, you got to give me something that um, helps women integrate well-being and work ethic um, so they can just kind of reimagine what that could look like with their well-being being the core requirement of overall success. And through meditation and prayer, I got the idea for affirmation music. And, um, you know, I still was with the intent of helping my clients. I didn't intend to become a musician and never even imagined it. I just thought it was a great idea to have a mental health tool, you know, medium music because to you know, because of my my academic background and understanding psychology and neuroscience, I understood music had a medicinal legacy when it came to the overall well-being of human beings. And so 
I was just like, oh, this is perfect, you know, but I, I didn't have a, I didn't imagine that it would be what it is today, that it literally created, but I mean, outside looking in, it created a whole language for women's empowerment because it was, and I think it was a combination of the time too. It was perfect timing because of COVID and the pandemic was like that next year. And so I think the combination of that music being so accessibly accessible and ready um, for where people were going, I just think it just was the timing of it was perfect. And it's kind of created this whole um, movement of exposure to other artists and other people who've been doing it way before me, you know, and like, it's a thing now. So life coaching was definitely something I intended on doing for a long time. You know, I wanted to be a speaker, you know, I wanted to do all, you know, create all these eBooks and stuff like that. But eventually I realized like music is what I love. And I, it was something I would do if I wasn't getting paid to do it. So I was just like, I might, I might as well pursue this full time because first of all, it's the first thing that loved me back. I was getting paid, you know, I was getting opportunities. Whereas the other things I was doing, I really had to hustle to create some level of um, success. So, so that's kind of like the bullet points of how I was got into life coaching and how I transitioned into affirmation music. That's awesome. I love that it like just kind of flowed. Like it was like, it truly was your soul's purpose. And so once you went for it, it just kind of everything fell into place at the same time. Absolutely. So when it comes to neuroscience and music, how do those relate and how can music be a tool for mental health? Um, well, people, I think it's first of all, understanding what you are, you know, all ancient philosophy and religion and you know, spiritual, um, esotericism, all of those things always point to one truth. And that one truth is know thyself. You know, we can disagree on a lot of things, but those, everything points back to that one truth, which is know thyself. And it's not about like knowing your purpose, your passion and talents and all those things. It's about knowing exactly what your design is. And you know, every uh, so many things that's created in the world come with instructions. But as human beings, we're not, we don't come here with like actual roadmaps and instructions. It's like you're literally creating your life by winging it. You know, hopefully you have some intentional parents that want to raise you, you know, with some basic fundamentals. But I think the the key thing here when it comes to music and understanding how it impacts your mental health is understanding who you, what you are and knowing yourself. So understanding that your brain is not just a brain, your thoughts are not just your thoughts. The, 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 the faculty of speaking is not just talking. It's not, you know, your heart is not just your heart. Your gut is not just your gut. It's a divine technology that has faculty, faculties and operations to influence matter. And all many many industries understand this. This is why they use they is is as successful as they are. Billion dollar companies, billion dollar brands, multi million dollar, you know, you know, icons and leaders. They still advertise us, advertise to us consistently. They still pay the top dollar to get the research, to get the trends, to how to impact human behavior and purchasing habits. And so when if these if these industries understand that, if these brands understand that they can't just, you know, advertise and market to you through radio. It has to be social media. It has to be still I mean, Beyonce's album was like advertisement was just in the hood, posters everywhere on the buildings. Like they're still finding ways, even though they They've reached we to our understanding they've reached the top of success, but they still are hustling for attention. What what's my point? My point is when it comes to these new ideas of greatness, of self-worth, self-love, boundaries, you have to have this on repeat. You know, it's almost just like these companies and, and these, you know, um celebrities or if you will, and brands. They keep their messaging on repeat so it can influence your mind 
your perception and your purchasing habits. So when it comes to your own ideas about yourself, you have to have it on repeat. Music is a great way to keep that going. Like, so if you have a, if you have music um, that's, you know, you know how a kid could hear a song one time, or you may hear a song one time and it's just on loop all the time. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just automatic. Cause it goes right to that part of your brain. That lock is just a grid lock. It just goes right in It downloads. So when it comes to music, you have to be mindful of what you have on repeat because it becomes a part of your actual mental loop. And so it's and music is definitely here, you know, can definitely be a source of entertainment and enjoying a vibe. But what you consume consistently can impact your mental health, your perception, your purchasing habits, your perception of the world and your own self-perception. So I think it's it boils down to people accepting what they are and knowing that they're programmable beings and understanding that music is one of the fastest, quickest ways to seep right into your program to download certain messages for it, for it to be in your embodiment of behavior and self-belief, you know? Absolutely. That was awesome. I love that. It's like, I actually say this all the time. I'm like, isn't it so crazy that our brain can absorb, like, like I probably know the lyrics to over 5,000 songs. And I can't even remember what I had for lunch yesterday, <laughs> you know? So- right. Yeah, there's like something with music that just sticks to your brain and sticks in those neural pathways. And so if you're listening to affirmation music, you're listening to high vibe music, you're automatically going to raise to that frequency, raise to that vibration. Right, absolutely. Let's see. So what is the like importance of self-talk and how can you go from, you know, the negative self-talk to flipping that switch to the high vibe self-talk Ooh, that is a very interesting question because I know the cookie cutter answer sure I know the answer that I would love to ideally give that would definitely hit the answer like it would it would hit it would nail it right but the reality is being a human being is so complex it's so complex and depending on how you were raised and how adults talk to you it can be even that much more complex because the your self-talk ends up being a replica of the way you were talked to as a child and so when you talk about that reframing and transition of your self-talk it can feel very foreign it can be feel very like painful because saying things to yourself when it feels more natural to be critical, judgmental, shameful, um, hard on yourself, kind of almost violent, self-harming. It, it's like it almost sometimes, based on how you were raised, can almost feel like home to talk to yourself in that way. And talk to yourself in healthier ways can feel like violent. It's like, you're, you know, I know for me, it's been a, an, an incredible like challenge and struggle, you know, till this day, you know, and when I mean till this day, I'm saying like till this Monday on September 6th, you know, and so for me, the best way I can answer that in integrity with my own journey is, is you take it day by day. You be honest with, you know, I think number one, take it day by day. Number two, have a actual thought partner to unpack some of the things that you say to yourself. Like one of my friends who is a therapist, she's, we play this game called what is, where's the lie? What is the lie? You know? And we vocalize some of the lies that we talk to ourselves about. Like, I'll never meet another person like this. Um, I'm unlovable. I'm unworthy. And in your mind, when you're saying all these things, they seem so believable. In your mind, they seem so believable when you vocal when you vocalize them, you're like, I can't believe I believe that about myself. Can't believe I'm telling myself this. Like, am I broken? Like, am I like effed up for real on a core level? You know? And so having a thought partner to actually talk about these things is very has been helpful for me. 
you know, to actually say, like, some of these things I say to myself, I'm ashamed of, and then actually having an ally that says, it's okay, it's normal, take it day by day, you know, we're doing, we're undoing things that have been part of the human family for generations, and you're the one undoing it, so have some grace. And so, so first I would say, take it day by day. Second, have a thought partner. And thirdly, you know, just be genuine with yourself. Be genuine. You know, don't you just, we all can't stand when somebody is just, um, what's the word? Not flirting, but, uh, what is it when somebody is puffing you up? Like, oh, you're the greatest. Oh, you're the flattery. You know, like just disingenuous flattery, just like, oh my God, you're, we don't like, I just met you. This is the first date and you're saying I'm this, I'm that, I'm this. Like we don't, so it's just like, just keep it 100 with yourself. Don't over flatter, flatter yourself. Like I'm going to be a millionaire and I'm going to manifest, like, don't do things that are so like past your own personal belief about yourself or your level of self-worth. We know we're we 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 can sense and feel where we're at with our relationship with ourselves. So sometimes it's like, thank you for drinking your water today. I really appreciate you actually finding a therapist. I appreciate you pushing play on affirmation music. You really did that. I'm so grateful in the past 10 years, I've got to witness you grow from what you thought was going to destroy you. You know, just be honest with yourself. Sometimes affirmations is literally self-talk actual conversations like think about how you talk to people every day you're not talking to people in affirming ways all the time you're having conversations so sometimes the affirmation is really just the self-conversation of like yeah that feels very painful yes I'm choosing suffering today but I'm allowed to be a human and and enjoy not enjoy but experience this low vibration for the day. And and maybe tomorrow I'll learn the lesson from this. Maybe there's emotional wisdom that I'll gain from feeling this low. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that's the best way I could say. So first, number one, have grace, take it day by day. Second, have an ally that you can talk about these, the way you talk about yourself. And thirdly, just be genuine with yourself. Be honest. That's really beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. And thanks for getting vulnerable and sharing your experience as well. Um, to, di- to dive more into that vulnerability, um, how do you, you know, on your bad days or on your low vibration days, how, I guess, because you're creating affirmation music, do you ever turn on your music? Or like, how do you move through those low vibrational thoughts with, you know, on a daily basis? So, yeah, this is going to be a vulnerable answer because I truly believe, like, the platform and position that I have, I have an opportunity to not be an expert and not to be someone that's overly informing people how to be better and heal better, that I get to just share raw humanity. So in honor of that, you know, this month is Suicide Prevention Awareness Month, and I've struggled with suicidal ideation attempts throughout my whole adulthood. And it's still a battle because it's like all my life I've been able to be so powerful and so great and create so much medicine for my own alchemy. And then I find these inner battles that I still struggle with. And it's so it's such a contrast to be able to provide and create space for people's emotional and mental breakthroughs and miraculous miraculous things that's happening with people push play. And then in your own personal life, you're just watching yourself just like, what is wrong with me? And so for me, I just have to say that it is grace. It is just grace and having community is so important. Therapy has helped, but at the end of the day, the inner work is your job. You know, you can get addicted to therapy and get addicted to all the tools that give these temporary fixes, but at the end of the day, the inner work is feeling, feeling the things and being able to, okay, I visited shame today. I visited 
um, not wanting to live and question everything in my reality this afternoon. And I get to experience joy later on or tomorrow morning. I get to breathe through this. I get to discover what is um, pleasant to me in this moment. Is it looking at the tree and looking up at the sky? Sometimes it's not the grand practice. It's not what's always in your toolbox. Sometimes it's just intuitively knowing in the present moment what and asking yourself, what do I need right now? What is true for me to say right now? Do I have the self-talk that empowers me? No. Okay. Who can I call to be an ally? You know, it's kind of like the similar thing that I just answered. It's just literally being in integrity with your own discernment of where you're at right now. You know, it's some people that can grab their self-talk by the by the horns and say, I am powerful. I am the shit. I am and do that. But sometimes it gets so low where you feel like access to that type of power and sovereign thinking is so thin. You know, and I, I just told my friend today, I was like, I don't think I'm I don't think my work is for the girls who have the self-care down pat. I don't think my work is for the people that got well-being on like yoga this time and rituals at this time and, you know, workout. Like, I don't think I'm for like, if they benefit from my work, great. But majority of the people that have been deeply transformed by my music, they found it in the hardest lowest times of their life. And so I feel like I don't I may not know what all that means, but I think there is some connection to why I've experienced such lows and because I feel like that's that's the greatest service is being able to still show up in your greatness no matter where you're at in life to display that duality that happens in life. So I think that my honest answer is like, you have to give yourself grace. You have to have someone, you have to see if it's true for you to include someone else in that journey within, because, you know, me being an affirmation artist and, and people giving me all these labels, like, you know, healer, leader, goddess, like at the end of the day, I'm a human being. That was a three-year-old once. That was an eight-year-old once. That was a 15-year-old that fell in love for the first time, got betrayed and manipulated. Like I'm still accumulation of those experiences that I am always, in, I'm always interested. How do I let go of that more? Where am I not letting that go? So it's very important to me or a value to me to just be honest about this journey with your own self-talk because it's real shit you know and when it comes to my music I listen to it like because I have to perform it when I perform but at night it's certain songs that I play at night that's part of like like I have a playlist called new brain because like I realize like I still battle these old mindsets and you know and I'm recover recovering from a certain situation this year that I've been dealing with for a year and a half and so I'm like I know that all the gurus say it boils down to how you think about yourself and what you believe about yourself so I always have to go there like no matter what the world believes about me no matter what Haley and everybody else believes about me it's like it's about what I say to myself so I think it's very important for me as, you know, if you want to call it the vessel, for me to be the student of my own message and music. And so I think some of the time, a lot of times I listen to it intentionally. I don't, I have to listen to it intentionally because it does something for me I can't explain. Like, because there's certain things that I'm saying and I'm like, in the music that I'm like, did I write that? How did I write that and didn't practice that for a whole year? Like, you know what I'm saying? How did I struggle to practice this for the whole year? And I wrote that. And so it's like, the other thing is I'm learning is going from mental awareness to embodied awareness, you know? And that's another thing I love your audience to have grace for themselves. Just because you become aware 
listen to all the, you go to all the retreats and programs and listen to Dr. Joe Dispenza, listen to podcasts, all of these things. Follow all the enlightened, conscious Instagrams at the end of the day. (laughs) At the end of the day, you may become a mental awareness guru, right? But when it comes to embodiment, that journey is so unique. It's so unique, you know, and for it to actually translate in your choices and the way you set boundaries and the way you interact and communicate, it's a whole journey. And so, yes, I said a lot, but my own music is my my teacher. It's my own like I'm a student to it. I'm always humbled by the things that I've said in my music. I realized I was telling a friend a couple of weeks ago, like when I listen to it, I'm like, whoa, you are a powerful woman. How did you know how to say these things? And I remember thinking at the time that I was writing these things based on what I went through. But now that I look, re- listen to them now, I'm like, oh, I was writing these things for what I was about to go through. And my friend told me, when you're writing and creating from the heart, the heart knows no time. It doesn't know past, present, and future. So when you're you're creating from the heart, you could be creating things that are for the needs of your future, you know? And so you just never know how it'll impact you down the line, you know? But essentially, I mean, I said a lot because it's a it's very personal to me to be just as I don't know, just as honest about my path as, you know, in self-talk and affirmation music as possible. Just be as honest as possible because I know it's it can be a lot to be a human, especially during this era and time. Absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing that. Seriously. I... Your energy is, like, so apparent in your music and as powerful as your music is, your story is also that much powerful. And I, I hate, I, I wish that there was like another way to be like sending you so much love and light, but like, holy shit, I'm sending you so much energy because like, I wish I could just give you a huge hug right now <laughs> because what you shared is just so beautiful and so fucking relatable. And truly like, thank you for everything that you provide to this world and for sharing your craft because it heals a lot of people and I hope that one day it can heal you as much as it heals others too. I appreciate that. That's what I want more than anything. Like it means something to me, my personal, I know what I, I feel like. I I know know. what my essence feels like when I'm in that pocket of, just un- unreason- unreasonable joy and aliveness. And when I'm not in that space and it's like, it's almost like I'm, l- I'm learning how to or rediscovering who I am with the duality of life. And like my nervous system is recalibrating to treat the duality of life like one thing. Like, it's not about I'm happy when it's happy moments or I'm sad when it's sad moments. It's like a swirl, like no matter what the swirl and changes of the currents, I'm able to be in a state of accepting it all. And I feel like conceptually that has been understood. But now I'm like in the gym of practicing that with myself. And it is crazy. I'm like, I'm losing my mind. I'm like, is this what these artists be going through? Like, this answer is yes. Yes. I'm like, oh my God, this is nuts. I was telling my friend today, I'm like, I never judged like people who like overdosed or got addicted to drugs, but I could never relate to it. You know, even though that's not my experience, I get it now. In order for you to create art, creating art is like, it's the highest honor, the highest form of service. But in order for you to do that, it's it requires you to go into darkness and relate to it differently. 
You know, you have to reimagine darkness through the lens of love and acceptance in a way that the world doesn't really teach you for real, you know? Absolutely. So it's like, because I'm new to this. I've always been a creative, but being a musical artist is new for me. And I'm like, oh, this is where music be coming from. It can become powerful music always comes from these type of states of being. So, you know, those of those of uh, those who are artists who are in your community and listen to will listen to this. I hope they know, like to normalize the darkness and, you know, grace to their journey and relating it to relating to it in a healthy way. Absolutely. Cause that's where you win. That's where you yeah. win. And it's just like kind of seeing that situation from like a bird's eye view rather than experiencing it like in body, I think can be important when creating music, writing music, because you can't like, then I think that it could get just too dark and too heavy and that's where the drugs come in. Um, But if you dissociate yourself and look at it from a bird's eye view constantly, like that's not okay either. (laughs) It's like finding the balance of when to look at it from a bird's eye view and when to be in body and not experience it through your body, but just accepting it at a cellular level, if that makes sense accepting it because it's like it's like we don't judge the daytime or the nighttime we know that this is a part of life like some point of the day the sun's gonna come up and it's gonna be daytime at some point of the day it's gonna be nighttime you know what I'm saying it's like no one looks at it like oh it's dark oh this is horrible my life is over I'm not gonna be able to go outside like no one is like overly thinking about that and overly judging and over personalizing it like you know what I'm saying it's just like really finding that balance to like okay when it's daytime this is what I do at nighttime this we adapt right so it is it's oh it's the dance of life man I'm telling you yes and sometimes some days I feel like wow I really suck at this and sometimes I need to hear others say Tony you're doing great you yeah. know and so um that's why I always reinforce like have thought partners some allies discover who those people are you know, whether a relative, family, or even a stranger, maybe it's somebody on Facebook, maybe it's a life coach, a therapist, whoever, there's no way, at least in my opinion, if you're in America or in Western culture, anywhere in the world, that you can go through this time and period of of this life right now in this era and age that we're living in without allyship, without community, without village. It's It's almost like the way you survive and thrive you know community is so important like so important kind of how we've we've just been talking like just relating to other human beings and knowing that you're doing okay like you're like you said before we were not giving a man given a manual for this life consciously so having people with you to navigate it and to have that outside opinion to show you, oh, you're kind of like not doing good there or you're doing great here and just kind of either redirecting Mm -hmm. you or reaffirming you is so, so important. So I love that. And because I'm all about community, Mm -hmm. I think that it's just so important. It's the most natural thing. I mean, I was telling somebody a few weeks ago, like when you think about the body, it's billions of communities that make this thing go and be alive. Billions. And it's made up of good bacteria, bad bacteria. I mean, if you saw the constant uh, duality that is happening within communities to make this body move and operate and be alive, it, it helps you reframe how necessary community is. And it's not gonna always be perfect in great com- your ideal community. You know, sometimes it requires the darkness in others, you know, it's just accepting the fact that we were never meant to be one dimensional and do everything independent on our own. We're designed to be in co-op and community with others. 
Absolutely. And you even said in energy budget, um, you said something like, basically the, basically the thing, the lyric was thank you for, thank you to the people who like didn't really stick in my life. Like I accept that darkness and like, I'm grateful for it. And it's like, every, everything is teaching you something, the good, the bad, the ugly, the beautiful, all of it. Because I mean, I know for me, I would not be who I am today without the good and the bad. So just, I think like the the big theme in this episode is just duality and balance and really finding the balance through it and having the awareness to weed out the bad and keep the good and embrace the good. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. So how do you tap into your creativity to create your music? Like when you're creating, what does that look like? Oh my God. It is. Oh my God. It's one of my greatest loves. Like I I feel like I'm hungry to create right now, but it's just so many things going on in my life um, that I feel like if I, create right now I'll get lost in it so that's just me being a little bit imbalanced but um when I tap into my creativity it is it's like breathing it's like breathing words concepts come out of me like air like water like it's just like it's just I feel like myself I feel like alive I feel like God you know and it's just like it feels like like there's no wrong way to do it you know it's because it's coming out of my full expression like i'm not trying to make things be be creative like you know it's just like i want to create i want to express who i am and what my truth is and that's what the first album affirmations for the grown ass summer i just knew i had to create it like it felt like billions of women were whispering in my ear, like, do this for us. That's what it felt like. And I knew that I knew that I had to do it. Mainly one of the main reasons was because I it was no doubt. There was no doubt. And I didn't know how I was gonna do it, but every step of the way, like I went to LA for a month. I took all my journals, took all my books and different things, notes I have from retreats I've been to. And I went to L.A. for a month, wrote the whole album, came back, still didn't know how I was going to do it. Found A friend told me about applying for a loan with Kiva.com, Kiva.org. Applied for a loan, got that loan and paid for my studio time and marketing and branding, all of that. and. It was just like everything came together, but it was the intention of, I have to create this. Like this has to happen. No way in the world was I thinking, I'm about to be a full-time musician. I'm going to do this and do that and be in the entertainment space and create a movement of self-talk and popularizing affirmations. Like that was not the idea. If I had that intention, and if I knew what would happen after I started, I would have never did it. I would. There's no way in the world because I seriously feel like as soon as I released that album, all hell broke loose. All hell, heaven and hell broke loose in my life, and it has been nonstop, you know. And so I've been just finding my way of the balancing my own energy in the midst of heaven and hell coexisting, and so, um. Yeah, like I just uh I just feel like that the affirmation music changed my life as much as it's changed others, you know what I'm saying? So, uh when I create affirmation music, I feel like I'm being myself. Like everything that I want to express, everything that I've been through, all the concepts, all the conversations I didn't have, I get to have them through you know, reframing them into positive self-talk, you know. There's so many things in I See Me mantras that were from what was not said, you know, the unspoken conversations between people and I had to let go, you know. And so I feel like when I create 
I get to say everything, you know, and I just think it's so dope that it's ends up becoming medicine, you know, that's, that's so amazing that I get to do that. Yes, for sure. When you create, do you feel that you're like releasing? Do I feel like I'm releasing? Yes, I have felt that. I have definitely felt that um, with my first album, but especially with my second album, I See Me Mantras. I See Me Mantras was a full-ass dump. I was just like, I mean, we got eight-minute songs on there, seven-minute songs. I had no, like, musical structure at all. It was just like, y'all gonna get me full and all too much and glorious I'm gonna pour it all into this album um there's some albums I did not feel that way um but I still enjoyed it but I didn't feel like I was releasing like my last album felt like a cry out like of help like when I look back at what I went through to create that album it's seriously a cry of help to save myself you know um but the I See Me Mantras had to be, like, the best experience of releasing, for sure. Um, but I think moving forward in creating, like, it's so many things I want to create. Oh, my God. Like, the ideas I have right now are just nuts. It's just so fun to have a bag of ideas that nobody is doing. You know what I'm saying? It's just, like, you know, it's so fun. Oh, yeah. Because it's just, like, oh, when I do this, it's, it's oh, yeah. You know, um, though those are the things like when I feel like I'm releasing um, my attachment to what was or how I want things to be or control, I get to like create. Um, I don't know, like take them and like play with reforming them. You know what I'm saying? There's some things in my life that I just wish, oh my God, I just wish they could be a different way. But it's just like, if I want them to be a different way, I can turn them into affirmations or I can turn them into an experience or I can turn them into things like that. So it's definitely therapeutic, um, therapeutic for me, but I'm trying to, you know, not, not, I, I want to create from a place that is like my intention since 20, let's say 2020 is to create a life that I love and enjoy. And I'm proud of. It's very important to me because I know how to create for the world that I can know how to create healing and connection. Like it's breathing, like it's, it's, it's automatic. I have that gift, but it's very, it's personal to me to create something that's, that benefits me. You know what I'm saying? Like on a deep level, you know, and on a practical level. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So how do you. Hmm. How are you creating right now? Because you said that you can, you know, create for the world. How are you creating for you? You know, right now in. Creating the life that you like want to see yourself live. Okay. Um, to be honest with you, like the way that I'm creating my life right now is like, I'm in this, like I'm, 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 I booked the Airbnb out of state. I'm in the middle of nowhere in this, um, what are those shipping container homes? And I'm just be with myself. I've never done that before. Um. And I'm going to see who I am in that type of quiet, in that type of silence. I'm going to see what's true for me because right now the options I have is this, this, is this one embodiment that's calling me. That's just like, girl, you got all this momentum. You were just placed on a Showtime national show, your music, you know, it's the shy season five episode. I forget, forget. I think it's episode five episode four I'm not sure though um hell yeah congrats thank you so much and that created a lot of buzz and whatnot and so I'm like I can take momentum I've met some powerful people I can move here for a couple of months and network and I can do all these different things I have ideas about my tour and 
how much money it'll cost me and how I make, like I got all this, this embodiment of capitalizing off the momentum. And it's true for me to embody that. Right. But then I have this other embodiment that's very aware of my fragility right now. And is very aware of how I can get busy and bypass paying attention to my inner child and what she needs. And this other place is, this other state is I'm confused. I'm not very sure on who I need to be to myself. So creating my life means taking a pause and going to this Airbnb and seeing what is actually true for me. How do I show up in a balanced way that honors where I'm tender at right now, but also honoring how far I've come with this affirmation music and how it can catapult my life into the next, you know, galaxy, if you will. And so, um, because I'm not very clear on how to show up for that balance, but I know for the remainder of the year, what I want to do is I want, I want to tap into the law of least effort. I want to things to come to me and not have to like, make it happen as much as that's a real way, a real formula to make things happen in your life is to make them happen. But I'm tired, you know? And so on a very emotional (laughs) essence level. And so, um, you know, I stay with family. I've been staying with family for some years because I just, I had to sacrifice the independent woman, you know, like, if I had the, you know, when I have the money, having the money, get my own home and do all, like, I don't want bills like that. Like I'm a hippie and village girl at heart. And so, um, to me, it's, it's, it's bigger than just capitalism and accumulating more things. It's about a certain way of living, you know, peace of mind and having overflow blessings to do and buy and share whatever I want. So creating a life from what's important to me and what's my priority first, it's about getting uncomfortable by being by myself to hear what is going on and what is true, you know, because I know what it feels like to create from a place of clarity and grounded stillness. I know it is, and there's nothing like it in the world. It's every, it's everything, you know? And so I feel like um, I'm in a place where I get to rediscover what that looks like at this at this stage of the game because I've accumulated a lot of noise, a lot yeah. of noise. So. That makes so much sense. Like just going into the quiet, into, you know, the shipping container in the middle of nowhere and just tapping in and listening to yourself because, you know, living with, family, living with others, living in a city, like living around so much noise can be like, can take you really out of yourself. Um, And that's incredible that you are really going inward and tapping inward to pull that back out of yourself. So congrats on that. That's really exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And I encourage, I encourage people to, you know, I don't care if you're 50, 30, 20, like whatever the case may be, do not get caught up in the American uh, blueprint of that. I have to have this at this certain time, this have to be this. It's like, no, I encourage people, hey, go live with an uncle, an aunt, a cousin, family, whoever, to reground yourself in what you want. Like eliminate as many bills as possible. Like don't do it just because it sounds like a great idea. Hear yourself, listen to yourself and seeing what like, especially during these in this economy, like try to be as, as smart about protecting your feminine energy, whether you're male or female or whether, no matter what, protect that childlike feminine energy of playfulness and, uh, you know, time and financial autonomy. Like think about that part of you and your decisions on how you create a life because one of the best things I did was sacrifice that independent woman identity for my own freedom. It just felt good to have that type of support system. And I know everybody doesn't have that. So I want to be mindful 
of not not including people, you know, in their certain realities. But, you know, be mi- just be mindful of what cars that are laid out in front of you and see where you can create more ease and more space and time for yourself. Even if it's like, man, Tony, I don't have nobody, but you got three minutes, you got five minutes. You know what I'm saying? There's, 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 you go on a treasure hunt for space and time for yourself, intentionally looking for that. You can find it. You can find it. And if you need support and allyship in that, you know, it's a Google away. It's a Google search away. You know, literally, like we're living in a very privileged time by having access to the internet, you know, to, to gain accessibility where there was none years ago. Uh, that's so funny that you just talked about the divine feminine because I literally wrote that down as you were speaking um, when you were talking about like, you're like, I'm tired. I'm tired of hustling. I'm tired of like that rat race kind of thing. I literally wrote down like, how can you tap into your divine feminine flow and just let the creativity come to you? Let the money come to you. Like, how can you tap into that at an even deeper level. Yeah. Um, I would just give what I'm doing right now. I would, I would share what I'm doing right now. Right now it's like financially I can do some things. Um, I've thought about moving to a certain, to a certain state for a whole month and getting bookings in that, in that city because I know that I would get booked there you know I thought about the cost that would you know transportation food and and that would cost money I thought about all these different ways that I can capitalize right now and um I had to realize like what it what are the ways that I can still create more I can still take advantage of the momentum but in by but by using the law of least effort. So I think it's it's in in order for you to tap into your divine feminine, you need that masculine that masculine strategy for your root chakra, your stability, your security. You know what I'm saying? Because divine feminine femininity can be very wild, very chaotic, very addicting. You know, very carefree. Because she's so free and she's so necessary right now because we have been under really a spell of bondage in a modality of slavery in so many ways, you know? So divine femininity is, she is the give right now. Like she's everything right now, right? But at the same time, we still need the divine masculine that provides that balance and structure, you know? And so I think the way that you tap into it is actually it's just giving yourself like that, like what I just did, that breath yeah. of like, these are my thoughts, these are my feelings, and these are how I feel, like how I just share with you the various embodiments that I can tap into right now. But what feels good to me based on where I'm at right now what can I do? Who can I be that is still a blessing to my future without me burning myself out trying to uh, attain a goal or achieve a goal? And so for me, as as uh, I won't say violent, but as how can you say it? It's, it's, it's as if it doesn't feel right to t- be still it doesn't feel right to go to an airbnb and just be still but it's true it's- you know what i'm saying it feels right for me to go move somewhere where i can get bookings sell my merch it feels right like that feels right to do because it's like look at where you're at right now take advantage yeah. of this but it's not true it's like for how sorry go ahead I was no, just going to say it feels that feels more comfortable than sitting alone. You know, like once you're in the light, in the spotlight, 
you're like, oh, I'm going to get more of that. I'm going to do more of that. And you feel it's kind of acting out of fear because you feel like that's going to go away. But in reality, it's probably not going to. And you can allot yourself that time to go sit and be still and come back and can do that in, when it's in alignment and when it feels good to you. Yeah, because ultimately I'm not doing this to just gain money and notoriety. I'm doing this because it feels good to me. So if I'm putting extra weight on myself to do this, then that's not that's not true right. for me to do. That doesn't feel good to do. And that's part of the old paradigm of how you move for success. And that's not what I'm trying. I'm experimenting with doing less and receiving more. Yeah. And as uncomfortable as it is for me, and as many times I've done it, it still feels very weird. It feels lazy. It feels like I'm spiritually bypassing the work that's required to be a successful artist. It's just like... But there's other ways that I can apply the law of least effort towards my career because really the 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 goal is the connection you have with your community. And it's like, how do I amplify that? You know, how do I build on that connection between? Because if you have a connection in the community with your fans, with your audience, with the people that you impact, you know what I'm saying? There's they they're the, the fans, the audience are the ones that carry majority of these people artists' careers to where there would not be a Jay-Z or Beyonce or Alanis Morissette or, you know, um what let's say Diana Ross it, without fans or the sure. audience. Like no matter what investments they've done, it's because of the people. You know, so it's just like, how do as an artist, do we continue to build on that relationship and connection with the people that are actually building your career and supporting you? Those are your real investors. And so for me, if I'm not well, support is 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 the relationship is you know the relationship between you and your fans are just as good as the, your relationship with yourself. You know, like in a marriage, a marriage can only be a, as healthy as the two people that are in it. Only it can't be just one person that's healthy. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like with my fans, I have to I don't have to be perfect. But this relationship that I've built with them and that I've built with myself deserves me to be well. Absolutely. Right. You know. And I think that the relationship that you have with your fans and the people who support you is just so authentic and organic that you don't have to be perfect. You know, like you're incredibly fortunate that you showed up authentically you from the beginning and people don't have that expectation of, oh, Tony Jones has to be perfect. That's that's beautiful that you can just show up at any season in your life and just still get that incredible support from your fans yeah it's 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 a it's it's amazing like even my membership community group um back in may june july i told them i said y'all i don't have i don't have it i was like i just don't have it i was like we're not going to be having the affirmation meditations i'm not going to be doing the classes or anything like that i was like what i can commit to is weekly journaling with y'all I can do a live through Zoom in this space and just tell y'all what I'm doing to heal this week on this day. And I was like, "What? Well, that's all I got. I can't. I was like, I'm, I'm in crisis yeah. right now, you know? And all of them stayed. All of them were like, we're here for it. Like, we want to see what you do in real time to, like, navigate this, Absolutely. you know? And they've watched me through the whole process, even up till now. To where I just came back in August and they're just like, whoa, you know, and I recreated the name for the community space, like the brand and community that I have for seven years because I turned my life coaching business into a membership space for my community. So 
you know, the, all of those changes and transitions, they were right there with me. And it just gave me more data points that all I have to do is continue to be myself, no matter how vulnerable, how frail, how out of sync with who I've always been. Like at the end of the day, everything that I build comes from me being who I am in real time. I love that so much. That like makes me so happy for you that you have that support from people, you know, from your fans and from your community. And you don't, you don't have to show up in any way that you don't feel like you just show up as you. That's so important. Absolutely. I love that. that. Um, Tell me more about your membership. If anybody wants to join it, like where can they find it? Tell us more about that. Well, we're relaunching on um, World Mental Health Day, which is October 10th, Um, and it's basically, it's called The Living Room, where we self-talk together, and it's really a space for people who have been, you know, practicing affirmations, they're interested in self-talk, they're being invested and committed to healing, and so on and so on, but it's been a very, like, I'm a lone ranger in this journey and you haven't really had communities of people who share those same values because it's like, we want to heal. We want to be conscious. We want to change our self-talk, but we also deserve community and we want to share. And because it's like you, we do our own healing with ourselves. Right. But I truly believe Haley, like the deep healing happens with in relation with other people 100%. like that's when you get to the sweet spot of deep healing is when people are willing to do that with you and so the living room is kind of like this place where we learn self-talk together we build those skill sets together we get to engage together like not only around affirmation music about but also about shifting our language and how we talk to ourselves because we understand that is the core element to improve our relationship with ourselves. And as, as far as our relationship with ourselves and our self-talk goes, is how our relationship goes with others. So this is a space for people who share those same type of convictions, those same type of values, those same times of commitment, because I know and experience the pain point and feeling like I'm the only one that's like this. I'm the, uh, you know, there's people, I I gave this example to a friend the other day. It's like, if I'm Italian and this person I met is Chinese and they may have learned some Italian, been to Italy, gone to Italian restaurants, and that's their Italian experience, right? And say, if I've done the same thing, but we don't speak each other's language, but we enjoy each other's company. And I'm like, well, I'm about to, I'm about to sign up to learn Chinese. I'm going to learn the culture because I want to engage with you. And I'm trying to tell you, like, you have to learn my language too, for us to get on the same page. And that person says, well, I've been to Italy. I've learned some Italian language. Like I eat Italian food. I am who I am. You know what I'm saying? Accept me for what I am. So now I have to accept that you're not willing to put in the work. To, for us to have a shared language of communication. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like a lot of us have come across those type of dynamics where people don't want to invest in the very skill set that relate healthy relationships needs, which, which is healthy communication. And so the living room is that space where the people have those same values and commitments and convictions around healthy communication, come to meet each other. They find people that live in their city. They get to hang out and so on and so on and build up build relationships around the real skill sets that sustain healthy relationships so and it's also a place where we get to enjoy affirmation music together so every quarter I have a virtual I'm gonna start having a virtual concert where I'm performing some of my music but I'm also performing music right then and there like I'll be playing some music and I'm making up the affirmation songs right then and there so it's a time where we get the vibe and celebrate and connect around us doing the work to improve our language with ourselves and with others I love that that literally sounds so healing what a absolutely beautiful community that you're building truly thank you and we also do affirmation meditations every Monday night so I love it that's amazing. Um, 
So where can people find you if they want to connect with you? They can find me on my website, um, IamTonyJones.com. They can find me on YouTube, Tony Jones. And my Instagram is IamTonyJones as well. And that's Tony with an I. And then all my music is on all streaming platforms, Apple, Spotify, Tidal. So, and where I'll be performing, so, you know, whether it's appearances, speaking, or performing, you can always find out the next city I'll be in on my website, IamTonyJones.com. Perfect. Thank you so much for chatting with us today. I am literally so happy to be here. Thank you. I appreciate the, the space to share. Absolutely. I know that you want to stay connected, so follow me on Instagram at AuthenticallyHaley. And to really, really stay connected, go ahead and hit that subscribe button, hit that follow button, that like button, download this podcast. See you here next week on Shifting Frequencies.